Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Sweet Chin Musings. I am your host, the reigning, rarely defending, highly disputed champion of wrestling podcasts, Mike Mueller. With me, as always, is my tag team partner in crime, the Max Caster to my Anthony Bowens, Mr. Luke Cudialis. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have another pair of super kicks locked, cocked, and ready to rock your eardrums, so let's get into it, shall we? We shall, and on today's episode, we've got... All of your favorite segments. For, for once, we're not going to introduce something new. Uh, we're going to stick to the classics. we got Too Hot to Handle, Too Cold to Hold, where Luke and I will talk about all the things that we are hot and cold on in the world of WWE and AEW. Consider it essentially a state of wrestling. We also have new editions of Meanwhile, Back in Gorilla, where we talk about some off-camera news happening in wrestling. And Oh, You Didn't Know? Mm-hmm where Luke and I will give uh, a couple great classic wrestling matches that you may or may not be aware of. Uh, consider a little bit of homework, and even if you are aware of it and you have seen it, just think of it as a friendly reminder to go back and watch some of the classics of pro wrestling. Because if we do not learn from history, we are doomed to repeat it. So go and watch and learn your wrestling history. But it's good wrestling history. It's good matches. So... Hopefully, that'll give you something to watch after you listen to us talk for about the next hour. We're going to start with... We, we always say it's going to be less and it goes way longer. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll start with the classic hashtag THTHTCTH, too hot to handle, too cold to hold. We're going to start uh, with uh, Mr. Luke Kudia. So we already mentioned him before, but what are you hot on for AEW? For AEW, I am uh, currently hot on, uh, let's say... The acclaimed, the acclaimed the tag team titles. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious. It's it's such a feel good moment. I don't care, you know, if you're a fan of them or not. Like, you can't watch, have not watched that match, and just like the pop from the crowd. You're like, just you know, if you've gone to a wrestling show, you know what that's like. You yeah. know, it's just it's one of those good moments. Yeah. You know, so and I know been wanting it. Yeah, for sure. And it was one of those like, yeah, it should have been paid off. You know, uh, you know, at the pay per view and everything. You know, I'm sure that's not you know obviously what they call them. Even if they planned it going, you know, to um, this event, right? From Rampage. So it's, or uh, Dynamite, rather. It's like. Yeah, I don't think. Did they, they, you know, yeah, I (laughs) know. I think they had it in the works. It was just one of those. They've gotten over, over time so much, you know, from where they started. So it's. It's a great payoff, so I definitely want to start with that one. It's awesome. Very cool to see them. Uh, As you mentioned before we got on there, it's great because, I mean, this is truly a team that worked their way from the ground up where they were on Dark and Dark Elevation. They were on a YouTube channel. And then they finally slowly started getting time on TV. And the the only reason, I think, why they got really noticed is casters rapping and it was like controversial and stuff but then it gave them that opportunity to get in the ring and they were taking a lot of losses but you got to finally go wow these guys are actually really good and caster almost like he got in a lot of hot water with one of his rap you know like oh yeah he said some things yeah (laughs) so it was one of those like hey you go from that to hey you're the face of the company you know you guys are the tag team division yeah you're the face of the division so that's awesome it is just really It, like I audibly, you know, it was like you know, clap. It was just like you know, it was like yes. <laughs> like once you got the final three count, so and like sh- nothing to take away from Swerve or Keith Lee because no. they're you know, I want to say they're great champs, but they did put on solid matches, especially yes. with the acclaimed. Yeah, you know, and that's what they like the tag team needs, the division needs is like hey, be able to put on big matches. You may not be the big guys like you right. know Keith Lee or uh, Swerve. But you could still put on big matches with them. You don't always need the hosses with the hosses. You yeah. don't need the cruiserweights with the cruiserweights. You can mix it up. You can blend and still have great matches. And still have great matches and believable champions. So yes. I, like, I hope that they actually continue this program a few more matches. Yeah. You know, even maybe it's not the next pay per view or whatever, but like, hey, Swerve and Keith Lee figure it out and they like, come back. You know? Yeah. So. I No, I really like that. I love what they're doing. And uh, personally, for me, it was a really great moment, too, because uh, Anthony Bowens is the first openly uh, gay champion in pro wrestling. Uh, Nyla Rose was the first transgender champion, and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, personally, just being able to... Uh, see somebody that is you know because there were people that were openly gay and wrestling before darren young very famously was open things like that but they never were champions and was darren young good enough to be a champion i'm not going to say that but i think there was definitely a uh it was an easy way to keep you out 
of any type of main event spot or title spot if you were going to choose to be openly gay. There were people like Pat Patterson who, yeah, all the boys knew and everything. Like, you knew, but you didn't talk about it, and it it, it certainly wasn't public. Right. You know, so to see somebody get that, because there are kids at home that are, you know... preteen and teen and they're they're struggling with their sexuality and they got all these questions and they're trying to figure that out and also they really like pro wrestling and maybe they want to be a pro wrestler but they look at there and they don't see anybody like them right like who's where they're looking for themselves like yeah where am i yeah representation matters and so now there there could be some kid sitting at home that's going i'm struggling with the idea of liking guys and I, my dream would also be to be a professional wrestler. Right. I could be Anthony Bowens. Right. Before that, there he that kid sitting at home didn't have anyone to point to and say that could be me. I right. could do that. And not even, and that's a huge psychological it's huge, and it's, thing. It's one of those like like you say, yeah, you can reach you reach back and like okay, Pat Patterson was gay or Darren, but like Brooklyn how far brawler was gay. How far removed are we from that? We're talking, that's like multiple generations. Yeah. Of, you know, yeah. so like you have someone that is currently relatable. Yes. Current yes. generation. Yeah. That, that, you know, a kid, uh, a teenager, even an adult. Sure. Can resonate with. And like, oh shit. You know, not only, you know, do we have a, you know, gay black male tag team champion, but they fucking worked their asses off. Yeah. They went from the ground up. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm so good that you can't deny me this. Yeah. Like, because of who I am. I'm coming in as, like, let's say, a celebrity or whatever. Like, right, right, right. like, outside means, like, or... Nothing was handed to it them. It wasn't handed to them. They yeah. fucking worked their way up, man. So it's even more inspirational. It's very because cool. Because it's, it's fucking believable. Yeah. It's not just, you know... Oh, you know, yeah, of course he won because of, it's like no, they right. fucking won. Yeah, it for was it. it wasn't a gift because it's like oh because let's, you are yeah like, it wasn't no. a, like let's it wasn't a cheap headline right. for them to get it was he got there because he earned right. it comma and By the also he way. happens right. to be it right. yes it but was the best so yeah it, it's so good man like, it was so great. many layers to it I'm I'm so with you on that uh, I'm to kind of piggyback off that I was very hot like on Grand Slam in general yeah. I really liked it um, the thing that I'm hot on didn't really have anything to do with Grand Slam but it was more a couple weeks back uh, after you know the big reveal with MJF and being all those uh, people that Stokely Hathaway was giving cards out to right. we finally got some clarity on what this group is and what I love most about it and it's what I'm hot on is it's not really a group at all it's not a faction it's a stable in the old school sense of the word where Stokely Hathaway reminds me a lot, not in personality or anything, but he reminds me a lot of he's like the modern day Bobby Heenan because he is undeniable. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes WWE made was letting him go because he was in NXT and that dude on a microphone is money. Yeah, and especially being WWE, WWE, you know that you can make chicken shit. Or you can make chicken salad out of chicken shit as long as you have someone that has one of those talents, right? Yep. Mike being the main one, you yep. know, because it, you just, when you have a way with words, people listen, people, yep. you know, when people are listening, obviously they're watching. Yes. Watching means views, means, yep. you know, so why you would let something like that go, Yeah. I don't know. And even then, if you can't do anything with him, he can make your other people, people. better. Yes. He, learn from him. Yeah. I don't understand... What it is about these companies that they don't, they know that these these guys have these talents, whether, it, you know, it's vocal or uh, uh, physical. Keep them on fucking retainer, and it's just going to better your other guys. Yeah. They had fucking Chris Hero in NXT, you know, for the longest. You know how many people look at Chris Hero and say, he should have been a fucking champion? Yeah. Like, world, like world champion in every promotion? Because how fucking good he is. Yeah. But what does he do? What is he doing? He's helping all the motherfuckers get better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We need more of those. Yeah. So why isn't WWE or AEW hanging on to certain guys like that and keeping them on retainer like, hey, man, you know what? We're going to, you may not shoot to the moon, but we're we're going to ride you and make sure that you help us make our other guys better. Absolutely. And most guys that are good like that, like your Heenans and everything, they knew, like, yeah, I'm never going to be a fucking world champion, or yeah. I'm gonna, but I can get in front of the camera, I could talk, or I could do this and make yourself viable. Yeah, like, and, and you're, and you're done, elevating man. everybody. Exactly. He doesn't and, have to fucking wrestle ever again. No, 
And he won't. But he you almost surely won't. But now, like you were, like you said, he's leader of a stable, not yep. just a faction or whatever. Yep. He can literally use these guys at his disposal, and it's it's like perfect. It's what you need in wrestling. Yep. You don't always need like everyone's a cohesive. Yeah, unit. like it's I'm all for like the factions and like yeah, there's friends in wrestling and there's stuff like that too. But there is something that I do lo- best like friends. No, best friends. See, <laughs> but that's one of them. Uh, but there is something that I just really like about like they're. There's the overall picture with MJF, and yeah, I guess they're hired on retainer to help MJF, so we'll but see them like interfere if, in his when matches and if, you know? when and if. But in the meantime, we're going to all go out and do our own thing, and the thread that's keeping us together is we're all managed by Stokely Hathaway, but it's not like W. Morrissey, Big Cass, is not going to randomly interfere in a gun club match because they're both managed, but they're right. going to do their own thing. And every once in a while... Him and Ethan Page aren't going to suddenly be in a fucking tag team, tag team match, Because right. they're hack, you know, uh, Hathaway's boys. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They're no. going to do their own thing. They're going to be in their own storylines. And by the way, here is this awesome mouthpiece yeah. to help you in whatever your own story is. Right. So he gets to... Because if it is a faction, they're all doing the same one thing. They're all in the same storyline. Now these guys can spread out into five different storylines, and you've got an amazing, unbelievable mouthpiece that gets to help five, five storylines, especially in your television show, yes. right? Or your and live he event. Can, and if he's just talking, he can come out a bunch of times. He can. It would make from, sense for him to come out. Yeah. Because, hey, I'm representing this guy and know? another guy. Right. Di- so yes. it would, it, it's it's. It's so good. It's classic wrestling. It's like it's it definitely a throwback to '80s style. Yeah, your Jimmy Hart's, you know, you yeah, Jimmy Bobby Hart, Heenan's, Bobby you know, Heenan. Jimmy guys. Hart, like, yeah, he, you know, had the heart fun, you know, like Paul or, Heyman, but, like, Dangerous Alliance, exactly. So it's just it's beautiful. It's like one of those, in a way, shame on you, WWE, for not. How did you not see that possibility? Yeah. And he had they had him speaking for the Diamond Mine, so like it was they understood how he could be used in a positive right. way. They just, they failed in the or execution. maybe was it just one of those, like, was that events thing? And that's one of those, and now they're just like, hey, shit. Like, Wish we got him that's back. That's one we got back. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's one of the people Triple H is tampering with right now. Yeah, trying ooh, to get him back. Yeah, he's out there <laughs> punching the air. Like, that's one I want back. But you know what? I It's funny because it's like, we'll get into it. I okay. don't want to I don't want to okay. uh, jump the gun. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, so that's what we are hot on for AEW. Yep. Uh, what are you cold on for AEW? Uh, yeah, what, uh, let me let me check the notes. Uh, a little uh, a return. Yeah, well, oh, not a return. Well, yeah, a no, we just said I was going to get debut. into it. Uh, so it's a debut, but then also with like what comes with it. So I'm cold on the Soraya um, debut, but mostly because not of who it is. I you know Paige, obviously um, Soraya, or um, it's just one of those. Where do we go from here now? Especially it's going to wrestle because you have a very muddled women's division. There's a lot of which I shouldn't be saying it's a bad problem, especially for women's wrestling, right? right? Like, hey, the more women, the merrier now. But where are we going to pay off with all this? Yeah, you got a lot of quote unquote top talent. A lot, and someone's going to end up, and not not just one person. A few people are going to end up getting buried and yeah. being totally misused because, like what you're saying, like how many people you have right now in the title hunt or like yeah. hovering around it. Yeah, you know, you have Tony Storm interim interim champion. champion. So you have Thunder Rosa in the wings when she comes back. Yeah, you have Britt Baker that yeah. is involved. You have uh, you uh, got Statlander and uh, Statlander Ruby, Ruby, so- Ruby, Ruby Soho on the shelf. Thank you. So when yeah. they come back. You have Athena. Who just came back. Who or just, just debuted. Who just debuted. Who yeah. was in a match, you know, in the uh, four-way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have Hater, who Is, obviously, well, But you she's know, on the up-and-coming. She's on the up-and-coming, but, you know, and I'm a little cold on that, too, the fact that she's still with Britt. Like <sighs> that, when, they should have split. Because mm, then that helps take away from the, the convoluted... You know, like bottleneck of ch- women's champion. Yeah, because then you there. could have haters and Brit do a thing. Right. And now so, there's something for them to do. Exactly. So they're still viable as champions. Yeah. You know, always believable. Yeah. Right. And like I said, up and coming hater. She's suddenly a fan favorite up until, you know, siding with Brit again. Brit, you know, always around the belt because just it's Brit. Because it's Brit. Sure. So then, like you said, then that leaves, you know, others to breathe and not have to worry. You have Tony Storm, you have Athena. Now you can even bring in Soraya and it's more, like, breathable and just, yeah. like... It's indicative, too, of a problem that it really isn't even a thing that 
we should be talking about, but there's an issue in both AEW and WWE where the only women's storyline that gets any uh, real airtime or, or development is for the title. Yeah. Well, we only have two titles. Right. So we can't have all of these people involved in title storylines. And at what point does Jade, Gargill, Jade Cargill say, hey, I've had this TBL spell. I'm done with this. And I'm just I destroying everybody. I'm, yeah. you know, 30, 40, you know. She, she's near 40. She you know, so it's 40, like, at what yeah. point does she say, hey, I'm leveling up? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. literally. So I, it's just one of those, like, hey, there's got to be some resolution or some payoff or just, like, hey, like, some actual storylines other than, like I said, around the belt. Because the only other female one that's not in AEW that is, like, a believable storyline or, like, like I said, not around the belt, Rhea Ripley. Right. With, you know, with Dominic and but everything else is belt oriented. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, let's do better than that. Yeah. You know, so that's where my I'm cool that for AW as a whole, because like I said, I I don't really mind her debut. If she can wrestle. Awesome. That's great for her. You know, it's a good thing. But that's also one of those. I think Triple H is kind of like, you guys could go ahead and have her. Yeah. You know, like, we're not going to worry about that. Like, we got this. So I know Tony Khan's like, oh, we got a big surprise. I'm like. And that's it's cool. and if she can wrestle again, that's great because it's been so long and it's a good story. But it's is it is it really moving the needle? Is it really doing anything to elevate? Are they gonna are they gonna be able to use it properly to elevate the division and get some other storylines going? You haven't even going? elevated the other you know the division with the two that you just brought in. Like you yeah. haven't paid off. With yeah, that. you haven't done anything. Ruby or Athena. So yeah, it's like I think it was a little quick to bring her in. You yeah. know, I I don't know. So that's why I'm cold on it. Like. I hear you. The, the timing, and maybe it's just because of injuries and things like that that they felt like they yeah. had to panic and, and, you know, do another big, you know, big surprise. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm happy for her. She's getting yeah. a paycheck. And I'm glad that Tony Storm still won. Like, I want her to still stay champion, you know. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> with you. I agree. I'm That match went the way that I think that it should have yeah. gone. Um, all right. So let's get some, some controversy con- going. Oh, yeah. No, some controversy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm cold on. I am cold on the way they are continuing to treat MJF as this um, dastardly heel type character. Yeah. Because he's doing all of the things that a typical heel character who you boo would do. Right. The problem is we're not booing MJF. Nobody's booing MJF. So this this overall narrative about how he's such an amazing heel. Yeah, he's the last like, heel that's working heel, you know. Like. Yeah, and I'm like, is he or does he just say some taboo stuff on TV? And he's a I, uh, he's but an Ravishing Rick Rude, Rude did it, you know. Ravishing, perfect, like. Ravishing Rick Rude had his opponent's wife's face airbrushed on his dick. I'm sorry, nothing that's come out of MJF's mouth has been as, has been as pointed and has been as, oh shit, as I've got your wife's face on my crotch. So, like, let's not yeah, act that yeah, yeah. he's doing something that nobody else has been able to right. do. Right, everyone's cut out, come out and, like, oh, this is a sleaze town, this is yeah, a shit town, yeah. oh, oh this guy's a pill popper, this guy, you know, he's... he's Jericho really did a whole thing with uh, CM Punk about the, yeah, alcohol, the alcohol and yeah, his alcoholic yeah. dad and all that shit. So, like, we've... we've it's like, come on, guys, this home. isn't nothing new. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's when it's home cooking, when he's in your backyard shitting in your yard. Yeah, okay, sure, I get it, boom, boom, you know, yeah. how dare you, right? Yeah. But that's why you're going to fucking see him. You're, that, exactly. And that's, like, that's the main reason why you're going to see him. But that's, no, you're good. oh, okay. Um, and it's one of those, like, I, you know, is where you're calling at. Mine, it might be controversial, I'm, I'm ready for the heat. I'm waiting, it's like, what, like, what am I should be watching MJF for other than, you know, that right now? Like yeah. the, hey, okay, I'm going to come out here. I'm going to shit on your town. You know, I'm going to cut, you know, cut some, some deep cuts uh, yeah. for you, <laughs> you know, as a wrestler. I want more. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of, especially after this return, I was expecting a little bit more. And I get it. You're not just going to throw him right into a match. Sure. You're going to, again, uh, you're going to pay for my wares. You're going to, you know, I'm going to drag this out, which is cool. But I'm just, how much longer? You know, like it's been the same MJF 
for and even three the matches, years. Even and the, the matches, matches are the same. Oh, okay, well you have to beat this. Guy. When well, we you get do a this. match, yeah, the same. The um, the the trials of yeah, you know, the, the seven trials yeah, or whatever. He, he did it yeah, with the, you know, yeah. like I said, did it with Cody, did it with yeah. Wardlow. So it's like, like, okay, if we do this again, rinse and repeat, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. I'm you know, hey, great, you're a great talker. That's cool. Either shame on Tony Khan or shame on you, but like this is the same shit over and over. Like, yeah. no, like if you're supposed to be that damn good, and I get it, if he's that good of a wrestler, you're gonna pay him to do it. He's not just gonna wrestle, you know, bumfuck, you know, uh, yeah. Buffalo, New York, or whatever, right? I get it, but at the same time, I want to be sports entertained. <laughs> I want to be sports, you know, like I want to see, you know, sport gone. being the first word, right? You know, Let's see, so. yeah, no, I'm with you. I just I'm don't know if I'm wrong being in that camp of like. Yeah, I get it, but fucking show me something, or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't like that. It's like to me, he should be a babyface, and because he is a great talker. So it's again, it's it's the same character that we've seen for so long, and I just feel like I want to see a different side, a different angle, a different something. Yeah, yeah. And like I said before, we're all like we're cheering him, like we go. Because we want to hear him say those things. Right. We're not going... People are not buying... When people buy a ticket to see MJF, they're not buying a ticket to see him get his ass kicked. Right. Like they That's would easy. for That's, Rick Rude or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like they're buying a ticket because they have so much respect for how good he is on the mic, for what right. he can potentially do, that you're just... You're not going to boo him. And it's almost the inverse of what WWE did with Roman Reigns. Yes. Where exactly. we want to boo Roman Reigns. And WWE. How dare like, you shove him down my throat, right? Right. And WWF's like, nope, he's gonna beat everybody that you love clean. He other people are not gonna get opportunities like Daniel Bryan yeah. because we're gonna give it to Roman Reigns instead. And it just it never worked. Yep. You flip him heel now all of a sudden you've got a character that's really intriguing and mm -hmm. works and has worked obviously better than he ever did as a face it's the same idea it's the opposite side of the same coin with yeah. mjf you can have him keep winning by roll-ups by pulling roll the tights pulling using the, the ring like all the stuff that he's already done dastardly heel does right they're cheering him yeah it's not getting the result that it should get and yeah. that to me is a fail yeah that's if I'm not actively booing MJF, he should not be doing these boo-worthy things. Right. He can still go out and be real on the microphone. He yeah. can he can say shit. But all he's got to do is say it to heels instead mm -hmm. of to faces. Mm -hmm. And we will cheer just like we're cheering him right now. But right now we're cheering him shitting on the people that you think we should be cheering. cheering. Yeah. So, so, so what are we doing he, here? What like, are we what? doing? And when he finally does get in a match, who are we... Booing. Who, if it's right. MJF versus Moxley or MJF versus Brian Danielson, I don't hate any of them because right. I respect MJF so much and you've given me nothing. And I know Mox is he's a three times champ now, so right. I know he can fucking go. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like stuff like that. He's got the heart. And then Dan O'Brien's turned to Brian Danielson. You know, like it's just so I, it's weird, especially with the chip. You know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it's, it's the chip very heel, very mm -hmm. classic right. heel. Hey. But I, but is are people going to boo when he cashes that in? No, no. they're going to because he's finally going to get the fucking belt. And then it's going to be like that whole, like, why are you booing me? Yep. It's the it's the reverse uh, Hannibal Burris. Like, I'm wrong. Why are you cheering me? <laughs> yeah. Right? It's, you know, like, Hannibal, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm right. Why are you booing me? Yeah. It's going to be literally... I'm wrong. Why are you cheering for me? Like, yeah. I, it, I don't know. It's this fucking wrestling, man. Yeah. It's, it's wrestling for you. It, that's, it's, it's that. But I just want to make sure I wasn't the only one that's kind of like, okay, hey, I get it. You know, I get why the appeal. I get why, but you guys are, like you said, you're, you're cheering them when you should be booing them. Like, yeah. you know, and you know, eventually he's going to do bad shit. Like, if he's going to be the bad guy, bad guys do bad things, right? Yeah. So, uh, you're only... Just, uh, it's weird. It's so weird. It's a, it's a weird thing, and it, I just, I, it's, I don't think they're getting the desired uh, effect. Response, yeah. The desired effect, and they just keep doing it. Yeah. So I don't get we'll it. See. I don't get it. Um. Anyway, let's switch over to WWE. Let's get positive again. Um, power of positivity. The power of positivity, man. I'll tell you what I'm hot on for WWE. I'm loving the, uh, the what I call new kayfabe. 
Um, specifically things like interviews and press conferences, things that are not done on WWE TV. Yeah. But they're done for media outlets or they're done like... So two examples that I have in mind. The first one, what made me think of it, is the Roman Reigns, uh, Logan Paul, the way they used the press conference to set it up in a way where we're getting a match out of it, but it wasn't the beat you over the head... Logan Paul's joke, he doesn't deserve to be yeah. here, blah, blah, blah. What Roman Reigns said in the uh, the press conference, which was so great that I thought was wonderful, um, was he's like, look, Logan Paul is a great athlete. Yeah. And Logan Paul has put the work in. And Logan Paul deserves to be the third match on this card. That is a fucking great jab. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's... It, it, but it wasn't. It was. It was just as disrespectful mm. as if he came out and said he's a joke. He's nothing. Right. He's not a blah blah blah. Why am I right? Why is this even a thing? Yeah. you know, I shouldn't be here. This, yeah. you know, beneath me type shit. Yeah, but instead, we get it done in a way where you've got non wrestling hardcores. Picking this story up. That yeah. news conference was mainstream media news. Whoever is behind the scenes doing that for WWE, they get it. They have a, yeah. like, they realize, like, especially with a guy like Logan Paul, um, you know, he's more in the mainstream media. Like I said, the news or the, like, yeah. social, uh, like, YouTube yeah. sphere. Oh, way. Stuff like yeah. that, right? Of uh, quick news. But him, especially him having been in the media with, like, Floyd Mayweather, yeah, like doing stuff like that. Like you realize, you can't. He's in that world. Like yep. you can't just bring him into ours, and it's going to be our production, our like way of doing. It. You have to go to theirs and yeah. adapt. And yeah. like they're blurring, like you said, they're and blurring it. Like okay, it's going to be a WWE. Like the payoff is this is a fucking wrestling match. At yep. the end of this, this is all for 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 a wrestling match. Yeah, not a boxing match. Not you know whatever reason to, uh, you know yeah. on the side. It's going to end with a match, but it, like you said, it looks more believable than just, you know, uh, WWE backstage, yeah. you know, Mean Gene, like going between right. the two or right. anything. Like, yeah, no, that's, and I think that's the, the brilliance of it. It's the same thing to me that was done when Vince McMahon went on Pat McAfee's yeah. show. Because it's Pat McAfee, a lot of people listen to Pat McAfee. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet most of them are not pro wrestling fans they probably were when they were younger you know like maybe Arrow, yeah because you, know, yeah. you know mcafee football and wrestling you know are i want to say they go hand in hand but they're definitely like parallels right mm. like you know you're usually a big sports fan you know you get into wrestling or you're wrestling you eventually get into sports but it's just one of those yeah i probably watched it when i was younger so you know of vince mcmahon right sure so you know perfect. who vince mcmahon is right but if vince mcmahon goes on that pat mcafee show so Vince McMahon go here's the beginning. Vince McMahon goes on the Pat McAfee show. Here's the end. Vince McMahon stands over Pat McAfee at WrestleMania after just having a match with him. Right. But the first Vince McMahon going on the Pat McAfee show was a straight up hour long incredible interview. You saw the interview. That's all you thought. You didn't, you know, you were not thinking this is a wrestling angle. And at yeah. the end, Vince McMahon says, "You know what? And Pat, you're in. You do the commentary, and you're so great. We want you to have a match." At WrestleMania. So everybody who's listening to it listened the whole time, and at the end they go, oh, cool, and now Pat McAfee's going to be at WrestleMania. Maybe I'll check out WrestleMania. But if he goes on there and immediately is just like, Pat, you don't belong around right. here, and blah, 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 and Pat McAfee goes, how dare you, Vince? You want right. to try to do that? He starts cutting the stone cold. You know, yeah. like just like you see it coming from the you know the smoke from the trees. You're just like, yep. all right, it's going to end of the match. And, every, and yeah. everybody who's not a pro wrestling fan tunes out. Yeah, and it's like, all right, fuck this. Yep. You know, this like, is why? not for me. This is a waste of my time. Especially if you're listening to the podcast, you know, in your car, you're just like, all right, the dumb, I'm not listening, right? Yep. Yep. Like you said, it, was a, it was almost as genuine of an interview, because it was. It, it was, was a telling, genuine interview. But, you can't tell me they knew at the end oh. of the day, like, hey, this is, you know, it is really well done. Yeah. You know, it's like, like you said, new kayfabe, new just marketing in a way yes. of like smart marketing of knowing like that we are going to get you to watch, yeah. you know, but we're going to do it by different means you know, instead of, yeah. you know, how it's, we used to. It's brilliant because it's, and I call it new kayfabe because it's still just a way to work the public, but yeah. you can't work the public like you used to when they were trying to pretend like you don't what was happening in the ring was real. Yeah, yeah. 
that doesn't exist anymore. Right. So if you want people to think, oh, this might be real, or this is just this was not this is not all an act, this is not all a work. You do it with the behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff because you, when we're in, when we're watching WWE programming, we know exactly what's supposed to happen and what's going to go on. But when it's things that are done outside of their controlled media, you have the opportunity to blur those lines in a way that you can't do yeah. when it's on WWE programming. Right. And like you said, whoever figured that out is a smart cookie. Yeah. Because this is the this is the way to work people now we're getting work now hello cm punk press conference was it real probably but we get to go here and go you know what there is still a chance it's a work yeah if that happened 30 years ago you go well that was definitely real because he yeah. talked about things that you can't right, talk about right. blah, blah 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 now we there's still that doubt in the our mind yeah. and and if it is all real then that just sucks and whatever but now every single one of these press conferences, yeah. every single one of these things, we get to go, okay, what was real and what is something yeah. that's just kind of a word? Picking apart. And that's the beauty because I'm sure around WrestleMania, they probably had the network, you know, with the Peacock, hey, it's only going to be this or you could get, you know, WrestleMania for this amount of money. So they probably were hand in hand, like, look, well, he'll go on, he'll do the Pat McAfee vote show. And like you said, people that normally don't watch, but oh, it's only five bucks for res or whatever it would be. Yeah, I can swing that. Boom, got you got someone. You yep. know what I'm saying? And that adds up. So it, if that's how it played out, kudos to them. Yeah, you know? and I and I think it did. So I'm really hot on that. Uh, what are you hot on for WWE? Sami Zayn, baby. Yeah, baby. Just give me more Sami Zayn. Just hook it straight to my veins. <laughs> I kid you not. If it weren't for Sami Zayn right now, you would not care about the bloodline the way you do. And I say you like the general public. Yeah. Like the that, royal you. The royal you. Yeah. It is like what I'm tuning in for in WWE. It's not, I don't care about like the bloodline. Like I know yeah. Roman's going to win. Right. I, I expect um, uh, the Usos to win. Yeah. You know, now you got Solo. Obviously, he has a championship. Okay. Yeah. He's going to win. Yeah. Okay. That, like, we've established. And that's that. fine. That's cool. That's okay. Cool. It's we've a dominant faction. This is dominant faction. Okay. I've seen that before. Yeah. Not like a rain, uh, a rain like reigns. Ah. Uh. Um, but I've seen that, right? Like yeah. Dripping in gold, blah, blah, blah. But then Evolution. You, right. You yeah. add this little wrinkle in of, you know, just comedy yep. instead of the seriousness. Yep. And they fucking, it, they got me. Yeah. They got me. And it, I'm so glad because it like. And they got you because it's Sami Zayn. Right. Other people could be put in that exact same situation and you'd go, they're, that dude is doomed. You know He's who, buried. You know who they would have done? Probably... Uh, let's say 2014 if you tried doing this they would have thrown Seamus or somebody in there yeah yeah. you know what I'm saying like hey here you be the goofy pale you know yeah. ginger yeah. you're gonna stand out it would have yeah. been fucking Seamus and he would have done it cause he's a fucking worker yeah right but, but it wouldn't have been as funny it wouldn't have been as lasted as long yep. and if it weren't for Sami Zayn just how damn good he is with what, what he does yeah I don't think this goes as long you know yeah. you probably still have the bloodline but people would not care yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm just looking forward because you still had that little like wrinkle of like Jay doesn't trust him. Yeah. But now you got solos like Who's on his side. Really trusting him. Well, yeah. no or, solo, or solo like, or is solo on trust his side, him. But, but then yeah. now Jay's looking at solo like, what the fuck, man? Like, what you know? Like, yeah, he's not one of us. Yeah. You know, but ah, I'm so here for it, dude. It's good. And there's so many ways you can go with it. It's eventually Sammy could cause their downfall. Right. Eventually Sammy can get kicked out. Eventually this could be something that if Continues. we ever want and and if we ever wanted to separate the Usos, yeah, because you got one that trusts them and one that doesn't. Maybe you right. can work Sammy into it. It opens up so many possibilities. So I am continuing to care about a going on two plus year storyline, but it should by all accounts be stale by now. Yeah. And it's not. And you really got to give the credit to one person. Yeah. That's it's the same thing. I love it. I'm so glad because people question, like, you know, when his contract came up, I was like, oh, yeah. it was a surefire thing. He would go to AEW or go whatever. It's like, why would you stay with WWE? It's like, if he was like, if I can do shit like this, why wouldn't I? Absolutely. You know? So I'm, I'm glad that he's like thriving with that and everything. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, this is, I think this, I would say this is the best work he's done in WWE. I would say, like, other than the initial NXT run, you know, like, him getting the belt, like, you know... Main roster. Okay, fair enough, yeah. Because um, yeah, I'm with best, you. you no, know. no, yeah, I'm, no, he, his story... Throwing yeah, him and Kevin Owens together when they were working together, like, when they had, you know, like, that was, that was really good. Like, 
That was a lot like of the fun. Mar- or the Wario Waluigi like yeah. style. It was, <laughs> it was so good. But this still... Because you but know he can go, it. right? Yeah. So he's a good wrestler, even though he's a fucking... Just like, had a killer match with Ricochet. Right, right. But you see, he's just acting like a goofball, yeah. like trying to fit in, but like, so by all means, you're like, this guy shouldn't be able to go. You're yeah. like, ah, I'm loving it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Lots of, uh, well, I shouldn't say lots of stuff. Good, good stuff that we're hot on for WWE. Definitely stuff that we are uh, cold on for WWE as well. I am cold on they're just simply being a crown jewel. I, I hate yeah. that this is still a thing. Um, it's, I don't, a lot of people are hating on Logan Paul and Roman Reigns as the main event. I don't really care about that because it's the main event in Saudi Arabia. If it was the main event in WrestleMania, yeah. we'd be having different conversations. Different, you know, but again, it's sports entertainment. Yeah. Unfortunately, Logan Paul has dipped his feet into sports and also entertainment, entertainment. so I understand the draw, what? like why. I, yes, but what I'm surprised about, though, is... I guess in my mind, I didn't think Logan Paul was necessarily going to be the American pop culture um, person that Saudis would. That know. I don't know. Is he's he got big in Saudi Arabia? YouTube? Is it just YouTube itself? Like because maybe of what because it is, so he's so a big, big YouTube. I I don't know. Maybe I don't really see the appeal. Like I you know never enjoyed the Paul brothers for their YouTube stuff. Yeah, like I make that sound like I enjoy him for other things. I don't. <laughs> um, so let me like rework that one. But, yeah, I understand, like, hey, just cult of personality and draw, and, you know, you got to cash in while the fucking iron's hot, right? Yeah. So, hey, you're going to make money off this, son, bitch. Yep. So, and it's, you know, he's not going to be, you know, it, we can wait. It's a, and it's, it is canon, like, but it's sort of like these foreign, um, things that they do like when they did super showdown in australia and these crown jewels and greatest royal rumble like when you mention royal rumble winners you don't say braun Strowman's a royal rumble winner because it's sort of it's its own thing it doesn't really count so for all those reasons i am totally fine with it and i'll tell you right now like i am cold on it them just doing it because i wish they'd get out of those countries and and do some more shit in in Europe or Africa or other... See, and that's the thing. Like, why not, you know, like I said, you have such a big presence in Europe. You've done UK, you know, uh, there was rumblings they wanted to do, like, a Japan or whatever. Yeah. Do a fucking show in Japan. Like, I get it. Do it in Mexico. Yeah, something. Like, and I get it, you know, uh, some of the New Japan, uh, like, the New Japan promotion or any of the other ones may not want either. I don't know how that works, right? But for you to just be like, hey, we're going to go to... We're going to do... Saudi shows for like this certain amount of years. It's yeah. just like it's just and it's and the the, the crowd kind of sucks. Yeah, because at least visually the crowd sucks because it's all the rich people all up front. It's yeah, all it's the, weird the... how they lay it out, and it's one of those like you know I personally don't care about the whole hey it's Saudi blah money. I think it's funny when you got you know the beef like American. CM Punk. <laughs> well, you got CM Punk and he told Miz go suck you know or was it Miz or was. Was it Dolph? He told. I think it was Miz. He was like, "Hey, go suck a uh, Saudi, you know, blood-soaked dick or whatever." Like okay. once they, but like I don't care about that because yeah. you know we are not America as ourselves. We are an arms dealer, you yeah. know, like a country. Like we deal arms to anyone and everyone. So it's like we have blood money. We have blood on our hands. So yeah. that whole shit, we don't have like a moral high ground to stand. No, on. No, we really don't. When yeah. you peel it back and look, it should be like. Shit. Yeah. You know, kind of like put that away. We don't. Yeah. We, we don't, don't talk, talk about, about that. that. Yeah. So yeah. F- that whole spiel, like I, like hey, look in the mirror. But yeah. I just wish they would spread it around, like you said. Go to more of Europe shows. Go to fucking like I said. Go do a show in Japan if you can. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I'm more appealed to checking on that than the same. Oh, we're going to Saudi again. Well, yeah. You it's know? just it's like okay, same old, same old. Right. But it's and it's especially with the matches that you've shown there. Like, all right, here's Bill. You know, yeah. Uh, what was it Taker and uh, uh, oh, well, Goldberg? The, or what was it? Or, yeah, Taker and Goldberg, and then there was also uh, Taker and Kane versus yeah. Shawn Michaels and Triple H. You know, which was like, so these aren't even matches that I want to see yeah so thanks but like you can do this in a different country and then you would actually give me matches that i want to see yeah you know with people that you know that i actually care about yeah so i don't know man it's weird it's weird uh yeah so it's i'm I'm cold on them going back there again uh what are you cold on the overall like i'm so hot on Sami Zayn, like Mm -hmm. that storyline you know checking out the bloodline everything really other than that 
I don't like just overall WWE like there's a lack of storylines that are intriguing I would yeah. say you yeah. know yeah the Dom and Rhea you know that story within the story is Ish, cool yeah that's kind of cool but Miz and uh, uh, Dexter uh, Loomis is kind of fun that's right but other than that man what am I really lining up to like watch you know yeah. what am i tuning in for other than like to skip through and like all right where's Sami Zayn? or yes. you know on, yeah. like where's kevin owens yeah. you know you have the money in the blank money in the bank briefcase in play and i don't even care right like right so uh, i'm just cold overall and i hate saying that but it's just the state of where it's at. I don't know if you feel the same way. If there's other ones that are like, hey, no, watch this. You're kind of missing out. Um, and as far as like you said, from a storyline perspective goes, no. Like I'm, I'm excited that Bailey's back and we're getting, we're right. gonna get Bailey Bianca. Like I'm excited about that. But in general, like you said, like, okay, here's damage control. Here's this new thing. I'm not really intrigued by that. I think they really dropped the ball with having Raquel and Aaliyah win the tournament and then drop it to EO uh, and Dakota, I think it should have been the, the other way. Yeah. Flip. Yeah. Raquel and Aaliyah should have gotten the big revenge victory. I don't know. Uh, but no, it's, I'm not really big on that. Um, and cross, cross and McIntyre. It's, it's a little fun, but it's weird because you kind of have, like I said, I just, you know, I said, you know, Miz and Dexter Loomis is fun, but you kind of almost have like, to me, it's sort of the same storyline as Drew and Karrion Cross, but Drew and Karrion Cross is much more like, like, actual horror horror. Yeah. And then Miz and Dexter Loomis is more like scary movie horror. Yeah. Where it's almost like it's, it's more funny than. There's serious. only one other. Uh, like, I'll take. It's, we'll say there's one other storyline other than Sami Zayn. Okay. Riddle and uh, Seth. Rollins. Riddle and Rollins. But other than that, dude, like. But I, I need a payoff on that. I do soon, need too. a payoff. Um. And where I'm at with it is like, not all this, none of these are like bad per se, right? You know, which is like a we good struggled thing. to come up with something that we were cold, cold. on, but then but like overall, I'm just like, there's nothing other than Sami Zayn where I'm hot on. So we that also itself, struggled to find anything else to be hot on, right? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, that's the problem, right? Like I just have nothing else that's hooked in, you know, where I'm like, I have to tune in. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's yeah. I'm the thing that's hooking me right now is, is like one thing, and then the rest of it I am kind of just skipping through. I don't hate it. Right. There's really there's not a lot that I hate, but there's not a lot that I love either. Yeah. And so you just got you kind of got these tepid waters. And say what you want about AEW, we did not struggle to find things no. we were hot and cold Bro, on. Let's AEW. put it this way: you got Johnny Gargano back. Right. Like yeah, he just had you know appearance, but it's like. I should be talking that up, and yeah. I should be, but like he hasn't even, you know, really. So it's like, it's kind of maybe doing something with theory, but yeah, again, like you say, yeah. But I'm he, not going. Oh, I gotta tune in next week to right. see what happens. He's with gonna Johnny. put on a banger, yeah. yeah. Or he's, you know, he's gonna put on a banger a match, or he's gonna. So it's just like, all right, we gotta turn the heat up, man. I know it's fall, you know, it's technically fall or whatever, but hey, <laughs> like you, you guys really put on all some product. the more reason to turn the there heat you go. up because it's getting colder outside. We gotta turn the heat up in in the ring. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so that's um, was there. Any, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. You I'm know, with for the you. Too hot, too cold. For too hot, too cold. Yep. Uh, so let's now do. Let's talk. About, so that's the things that uh, that got our attention on camera. Yeah. Off camera, a little segment we call "Meanwhile Back in Gorilla." Some things going on in the world of wrestling that aren't being done in front of the camera, but definitely uh, worth talking about. The first thing, real quickly, I just wanted to say. Uh, a story came out. Nothing has been confirmed yet or official, but it's looking very strongly like uh, AEW Revolution, which is their winter pay-per-view, uh, is going to be coming from the Cow Palace in San Francisco. And if you are an old-school wrestling fan like I am, uh, the Cow Palace is uh, a very special place uh, to me and I to a lot of other people. It was the like the preeminent West Coast venue. And it was something that like, for me, I've got my my bucket list of venues that I want to see a wrestling event at. And I got to cross off uh, the uh, MGM, MGM Grand yeah. Garden Arena. That was very exciting for me. Of course, there's Madison Square Garden. I still technically haven't seen anything at United Center. Okay. But the biggest thing that's still on that list to me is the Cow Palace, just because of the storied history. WCW put on some absolute 
bangers <laughs> of pay-per-views in the WCW uh, in the '90s at the Cow Palace. Uh, actually, we're going to talk about a match that I don't believe happened at the Cow Palace, but uh, was uh, from that era. Yeah. And there were sort of they did a they did a couple super brawls from there. Uh, I don't think they had a Starcade there. But I'm very excited at the possibility. And if that does get confirmed, I'm telling you right now, I'm booking a You're flight. That I'm going. That is that is one that is like my mecca. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That's I'm I'm so excited. So I really hope that comes to fruition because I cannot wait to go if that actually happens. Um so another thing though, something that has been confirmed is uh at the Grand Slam event that AEW just put on, it was pretty interesting that you go to the merch stand and you say, I'm going to, I'm going to maybe go in and pick up a, uh, you know, a, a Blackpool Combat Club shirt, yeah. or maybe I'm going to, you know, pick up a, a Ricky Stark shirt. Well, you're not because they were really only pushing two talent. There was uh, quite a bit of merchandise for the acclaimed. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. They, you know, scissor me, daddy ass is like the biggest phrase going on right now. <laughs> the acclaimed's winning the title that day. They're super over, super popular, super very currently relevant, and someone that we want people going around Where, wearing that. Yeah. Uh, the other person that had a very strong showing at the merchandise stand was CM Punk. That's interesting. That is very interesting. No Young Buck stuff, no right. Kenny Omega stuff, right. uh, no anybody else that's in trouble right now, but we're still pushing CM Punk. Now, it was brought up in our group chat, and someone said, hey, just milk that cash cow for all yeah. you can while it's still here. But here's the thing, and I certainly don't know the details of it, but I would be willing to bet good money that CM Punk gets quite a bit of profit from his merchandise. Yeah, this day and age, it's not like you, you know, back when he was first starting out, he was only yeah. getting a small percentage. I'm sure I it's like close gear, to half. You oh, know? I guarantee you that was part of their, you yeah. know, negotiations yeah. in his contract. So I find it very interesting that he's off TV, but he still has not been suspended right. officially, has not been fired. Uh, there's talk that they're trying to buy him out of his contract. And I think if that happens, yeah, at that point I'm going to say, okay, yeah, it, it was a shoot the whole time. But little things like this are the reason why I'm not prepared to commit and say that this thing is definitely a shoot. Because to me, this is a pretty damn big sign that they're not done with him yet. Right. If they're still pushing his merchandise at the shows. So we'll see what happens, but I thought that was a very, very interesting thing. No, it was definitely interesting because yeah. you wouldn't think, you know, okay, if the they're all suspended, then they all would have no merch, right? But right. But just want, you know, so right. I, yeah, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. It looks a little weird. It, it's just, it, it's one of those things that makes me keep, you know, it, it's pinging in my yeah. brain for sure. And I want to thank uh, Troy, a uh, good friend of the show, oh, yeah. who actually he was at Grand Slam, and he's the one jealous. that told me about this. Super Though jealous, right? I, you know, from the from what I heard for the taping, you know, for what they do for Rampage, uh huh. Like they, the one of the last matches didn't go on to like t almost twelve forty. It was a long, it was a long, long night. time, dude. Yeah, which... and even Blood and Guts by the end. Yo. when I went to Blood and Guts by the by the we time were burnt. Rampage, we were burned out, man. I was burnt. Yeah, it's one of those like, hey, I understand why WWE does it beforehand. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like you're gonna have a few empty seats, whether they're just filing in or they're or leaving. They leaving early. I'd much rather see people just filing in than seeing yeah. people dipping out. Yeah, that's. I maybe that's why I don't run a wrestling right. company. And it's, it is just it's like okay, we're going from the main event of our bigger show, right, to now a bunch of matches that are on a, for lack of a better term, a secondary show, an yeah. undercard show. So like. We've already been sitting here watching wrestling for three hours, because right. I forget there was dark before. Yeah. I'm sitting here watching wrestling for three hours. You just showed me blood and guts. How am I now supposed to still right. be excited for, like, Nyla Rose versus Penelope Ford, or whoever it was, yeah. Nyla versus someone, where I'm just like, I, I'm tired... I can't keep caring. If we're still building to blood and guts, then I will push through my tiredness yes. and I will remain excited. Yes. But I'm tired and I've already I seen... I gotta fight the traffic out of the LCA parking or wherever I'm at. You know, I gotta get on the freeway still. I'm bouncing. Like, I'm out. Yeah, we cut out early. You know, yeah, uh, the guy behind us, you know, was making that really, really, <laughs> really easy decision. Easy. But like you said, that would have also been factored in. Like, hey, 
we still got to drive, you know, it's the three of us. We got to drive people home. Got to get out of the parking lot. Like, all that shit. So, it's, yeah. It's, it's a lot. A- there is, Tony Khan's asking a lot out of people. He is, man. And it's, and AEW is definitely, I think, you know, still the, 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 um, the promotion for more of the hardcore fan. Yeah. So maybe he can get away with that a little bit more. But, I mean, are you going to you... be filling out 20, 20 seat arenas doing that? Yeah, though? exactly. You know, or, you know, obviously it wasn't the full arena, but still, like anywhere from 12 to 15,000. Yeah. Are you going to be able to do that every time if you know that, hey, we're going from like 6.30 to midnight or past every time? It's a long On a weekday? Day. On a weekday, yeah. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> and Yeah, and they're still running their pay-per-views on Sundays. Uh. So I know, I know. Um, the last thing that I wanted to mention, just a quick little thing, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of bummed about it. Uh, Pat McAfee, you know, he took that offer with uh, College Game Day for ESPN. So Pat McAfee's somehow adding more zeros to his bank account. <laughs> I don't know how that's happened, and still adding more things to his schedule. Batman, I does so much. Yeah. But in the meantime, he is going to be off of uh, SmackDown, off of the commentary team, for the foreseeable future, at least for the football season. And it's a bummer to me because I just I love Pat on commentary. Yeah. He's my current favorite commentator out of on either. out of like between both brands or yeah. across the board. Yeah, for sure. So I'm bummed about that, and given that the last thing that he kind of did while he was here was have that match with Corbin, um, I think that he's going to be transitioning into more of a Logan Paul type use, where it's it's not going to like he's going to come back and he's going to have a few matches and he's going to do some things, but I. I'm afraid that he's going to be used much more sparingly throughout the remainder of his time with WWE. And that does bum me out just because I love him so much on commentary. Yeah, and I, can I definitely he a fresh, a fresh voice. Yeah. I can definitely share that sentiment and I can even see him, even if he doesn't wrestle all the time, like he'll come in and if he's got the time, Hey, commentate for this pay-per-view you know hey yeah. we have special special guest commentator pat mcafee like he makes an appearance you know yeah um, for sure you know so where it's closer to wherever he's at because like, i gotta imagine that's one thing that's going to be right is like the travel you know like oh, hey yeah. i'm gonna play here gonna be here like he's doing so many things like it's just hard to fucking do sure right? so it'll probably be like you said he could pop in you know do a match or two all right yeah. i gotta go handle my business yeah you know? yeah like, come in for a program yeah and then, and so. then bounce again <clears throat> i think that's the way we're going to see pat mcafee from this point forward, right uh, don't get him week in week out all the time. But you know, it, it, he's great. I love him. Uh, I love him in everything that he does with right. pro wrestling. So any Pat we can get, I'm happy about. But I think we're just gonna get a lot less of that, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. So those are just some things that are happening behind the scenes. Uh, did want to wrap it up though before we get out of here. Uh, want to do a uh, segment that we started, and I really like to continue it. It's Oh You Didn't Know, and we got a couple matches. Luke's got one this week. Yeah, I actually, just, I did mine. Yeah, yeah, Luke did his homework for yeah. once. Uh, did you watch that match? I, I did not. I you, well, I knew right, here's you the thing. I had. I did not. I will make you a promise. I will watch it tonight. How about okay. that? Okay, all right. Um, with, with the Florida trip and a lot of personal stuff going on, it was just, I totally forgot about it. I'll I would, allow it. So That's, I'll allow the excuse. All right. Um, well, I still get to go first then, since so right. you didn't do your homework. I only did uh, half of it. <laughs> Uh, so the match I want to recommend, you know, I recommended the last time the 89 SummerSlam match. I want to stick with SummerSlam, but instead of going way, way old school like that, I want to do one that I thought was a more modern classic, and that's from the 2017 SummerSlam, where it was a fatal four-way between Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns. And this is a match that on paper, I'd be like, oh, you know, this is a lot of beef. This is going to (laughs) happen. But it's honestly, especially in 2017, it was four guys that I wasn't really on board with. Yeah. Like, like, Brock was still in just suplex everybody in leave mode. Right. Uh, Samoa Joe, I personally never saw as the main event guy, maybe just because I only caught him at the tail end when he was getting hurt all the time there in his go. career. Yeah. Uh, but it's I, he he never grabbed me enough to be like, that's my guy. Yeah, like- uh, Braun Strowman, I never cared that much about. Uh, this was honestly probably the peak of Braun Strowman's popularity. 1718 was probably his peak. And then Roman Reigns was still in that just being shoved down our yeah, throat. Roman mode. always wins. You know, right. Yeah. So looking at this on paper, I'm like, I don't know who I'd really root for here. I don't know if I'm going to really get excited about this match. 
holy crap, these guys put it all on the line. It was brutal. It was fast-paced. What I really liked about it is there wasn't a ton of time where it was just two people in the ring because I hate that trope. If, oh, someone's hurt and they're on the outside and they're going to lay there for five minutes while we do our thing and then they're going to get up and get back in. It was a much more believable pace of being interchanged and moved. And all those guys definitely did not want to be outshined by anybody else in that match. It's hard hitting. It's pretty damn fast paced. And again, for a match where I didn't really think that I would uh, have a vested interest in it, 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 it got me going again. I just, yeah. I just watched it about a week ago and it was awesome. So check out the 2017 SummerSlam Fatal 4-Way uh, for the Universal Championship. And kicking it a little old school... Uh, Luke, what do you got for us? We're bringing in the old school. We're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with the Rey Mysterio match, but not the one you think it is. That's a little too uh, obvious. That no. that wouldn't be a oh you didn't know because I feel like most people know. exactly. You're gonna say uh, Eddie. Eddie, yeah. exactly. Yeah, um, but most people know that. Yeah, right. Um, no, we're gonna give some love to uh, someone. I don't. In you, I think you're the same. Don't feel they get as much love as they should. Uh, we're gonna go with Rey Mysterio versus Ultimo Dragon. Yes. Uh, WCW World War Three, uh, nineteen ninety six. Yes. And it was just a solid match. You know, you got your young uh, Rey Mysterio, but then you got Ultimo Dragon. You know, just to me, one of the most iconic uh, WCW like cruiserweights. Yes. You know, when I think of cruiserweights, you know, he's definitely one of my top. Yeah. You know, guys doesn't um, get enough shine for what he did for that division. No, especially like in America, like he's got you know recognition across the, glo- uh, the globe. Obviously, oh yeah. But it's just like his move set. Um, you know, the Dragon Sleeper, the look, so innovative. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those. But you're just talking about a solid match, and it's for um, what I, it's like the J Crown Championship. Yeah. So, that was and, the the nine belts. Right. And what's cool about this match, if you don't. Uh, you know, if you have the network or, you know, Peacock, whatever, it's the very first match of the pay-per-view. Yeah. So you don't even have to worry about, you know, oh, shit, I got to skip through, like, two or three hours. I got to find Very first it. match of the pay-per-view. That's wonderful. There you go. You yes. know, like, if you want to do it that way or it's up on Daily Motion, you know, either yeah. way, how you, you know, usually watch your old school matches. Yeah. But I highly re- recommend checking that one out as a fan of uh, Cruiserweight Wrestling, you know, but a uh, Rey Mysterio guy, but then also an Ultimo Dragon guy. Like, yeah. that's just, check that one out. Yeah. Absolutely. Could not agree more. It's a great match. Uh, Ray's pay-per-view matches during that time were it, always stellar. Dude. But uh, that's the thing is that Dragon, and I, I can think of other pay-per-views where it was Dragon versus Dean Malenko, Dragon versus Jericho. And like, those were some of the matches that came up. I was looking, you know, like where people ranked like Ultimo Dragon matches, like what were their best oh, like his, kept, yeah. And it just kept coming up like, you know, like I said, Mysterio, Malenko, Jericho. Yeah. You know, like, and then obviously like uh, other, you know, uh, like New Japan stuff or you know anything like that. Right, so. right. But yeah, no. As far as American goes, that's you, that to me. You you could easily say you could make a case for that that being one and two for the the best cruiserweights of that time. So to yeah. get them in a match like that, totally awesome. So great. Totally awesome. I'm a little bit bummed though. I was really looking forward uh, to what Mike Dinaj's uh, you know right. contri- contribution was going to be. I'm very excited about the match that he was going to pitch. But unfortunately, we just weren't able to make it work. Uh, I don't know. He might, maybe he's stuck in traffic or something. You know, but he's, I mean, we check the green room, see if he, you know, he's we, in there. Maybe but... he's there, but they, I haven't heard that he's he's come in yet. Okay. And I'm so bummed because it's, man, I was really excited for him here. There's an empty chair sitting here for yeah. him. Uh, we, we rolled out the red carpet. Maybe next time Mike will get on the show. But uh, until then... Before we get out of here, Luke, do you have any final words or anything you want to say, or are we good to wrap this bad boy I think up? We're good to wrap it up and mail it out, you know. Get right. it, so get it um, out there, man. Right, zip yeah. it up and zip it out. Zip it up and zip it out. Oh, on half, that half note, baked reference for that, anyone that may be wondering. Great, yes, great <laughs> reference. Uh, until next time, he's Luke. I'm Mike. Hey, Johnny, hit the music.